All right, fellas, welcome to episode four of the Dunk Dynasty podcast. I'm here, Panashi Yashanu. I'm here with E Mac, Ethan McDonald, Trigger Trey, Mitchell. We are back again and uh, here for a special episode. Uh, yeah ahead review see what we think is going to happen in 2024 since it is the new year and again happy new year to everyone um yeah fellas we're we're rocking and rolling we're on a bit of a groove right now hey man we're we're running we're running shit up up in the stream you know what i mean up in the Christchurch where the weather is uh yeah horrific actually to be fair i've come from <laughs> auckland where i've got this amazing tan me and p the same color now um <laughs> <laughs> coming down here and it's wet as and miserable we're a jumper they want a jumper in two weeks sad times, it's, it's New Zealand bro you gotta think about the people that went to Northern Base yeah people nearly yeah. freaking bro but the thing is because I was up there as well and it was so warm even though it was thunderous it's humid it's yeah, yuck it was wicked nah it's yuck you just sweat bro you just you'll just be sitting down on the couch and then you just work up a sweat Oh, oh sorry, yeah, bro. That's terrible. disgusting. The worst part about it is I'm I'm a big sweater, and so my butt sweet tapes, you know. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro's got chafing at his ass. So that's terrible. <laughs> what happens when you got the big ass like me, man? You know, you just you just chafe out like crazy. Bro, oh my god! You know what? That's a, that's what that's what they like, bro. Maybe yeah, that's why you got to get the old um skinny legs like Ni- you. Ni- you need to get the Nike underwears, bro. That's like the ultimate, you know. Allows the heat to seep through, bro. Your cooling is on point. I thought you were going to say he needs the manscape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be a good plug. Yeah, yeah. Manscaped sponsored like, every single podcast. So man, I feel like, like you lost your train of thought right there, man. No, I was going to say, I was saying Nike. The Nike underwear is good, but yeah, maybe Manscaped too, bro. You need to yeah get some Manscaped for yourself. The lawnmower was I, it? Well, no, that they always advertise. I used to have the undies that breathe, and they just used to give me the itchiest ass. I, like, I don't know. Yeah, I reckon they're worse. I reckon they're actually worse. Bro needs to use a loofah, right? I might just stop wearing undies like altogether. Criminal. Oh, Charles, no, Bar- that's what Charles Barkley does, you know? Okay, Charles Barkley. I'm not going to compare myself with Charles that's Barkley. That's because Charles Barkley can't fit in any underwear. <laughs> Crazy. That is actual. He's actually lost the weight, bro, by the way. I actually don't have, but probably still can't fit, but yeah, unlucky. He's still called the round mound of the bloody rebound. Rebound the board king, bro. Except, nah, I actually wonder what he was like back in his day, in his heyday, bro. Whether or not he was, you know, getting the mamacitas like like that. Criminal, criminal. But anyway, fellas, uh, as we look ahead into twenty twenty four, some special little topics that we want to discuss. So the first little topic that I got for us is, who do we think is going to be the first coach to get fired in twenty twenty four? It's been pretty. It's at the moment. What I'll say is Damn. that. This is probably yeah, what, the ham longest sandwich. time we've gone without a coach. Green eggs and ham, man. Green eggs and ham is gone. <laughs> ham sandwich. Get that guy gone. Ham and cheese sandwich. Is that is that who we think? Who who, who should be fired first is um, Monty Williams, but that's not going to happen. It's yeah, it's ham sham. Ultra bag. Ham sandwich. Ham sandwich is gone. And then where's Untailed? He's, he's got to go. <laughs> Since we all said ham sandwich, okay, so Lakers are at 35 games right now. So what I'll set the over-under at, I'll set the over-under at 30... 48. I'll say, oh, set the over-under at 40 and a half games. So over-under 40 and a half games, when do you think Darvin Ham will be sacked? 40 and a half. Maybe yeah. over 40. Over 40. Wait, is it just what, what are they at? 
35 games now. So they so they played 35 games because they're 17 and 18. So I'm saying over under 40 and a half games. When will, will he be sacked? Over 40 and a half. Over. There's got to be more than six games. I'm saying under. They just changed the lineup though, so they want to see how that lineup works first, probably. I'm saying under. You're going to get sacked next week. I think they lose you... to the Grizzlies tomorrow. I think they, I think the Grizzlies pump them, pump them badly. Not pump them. Okay, I'm not saying pump them, but they lose the Grizzlies tomorrow. And then I think that puts them on the hot seat. And then one more loss next week. I think that's game over. And I think they'll be at about 39 games. So I think he's got four games left and he'll be sacked. Holy. Bro, you got to remember, you're in LA, man. Jenny Buss is running a tight ship there. LeBron's 39 years old. There's no more time to waste. There's no more, oh, well, next year is when we'll do it. And plus, LeBron's got a player option, which means if this ship isn't looking so good, he can opt out. And especially at age 39, like... I mean, how much money do you need, bro, from NBA contracts at least? I'll go out there and try to win another championship if I'm LeBron. So they could easily lose LeBron this offseason. So there's no more time to to really waste. So I think that's why Darvin Ham's gonna is gonna he's a short leash, I think. Yeah, but he's gone. He's gone. So Darvin I, I just don't think it'll be I, I just don't think it'll be this upcoming week. It's it's pretty quick, but we'll soon see. That's wild how we all unanimous though. That's crazy. I mean, there was only one option. It could be, um, well, yeah, but Steve Clifford, maybe, could probably get fired because the Hornets are shit. Hornets. Yeah. Hornets are no good. Yeah, but the Hornets, you just go out and get Wemby now, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) What year is Clifford? Is this his second year or first year? With the Hornets again, while well, he was there before, but like this new tenure here, is this the second year? The second year, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think he'll make it to at least end of the season. Like, um, and plus that team's not really going anywhere because I think with um, Lamelo Ball being injured a lot, there wasn't really the opportunity for him to really showcase what he was like. So I think he's the rest of the players season. haven't been developed that well. They have they? It's not like I, they have a bad team without Lamelo. Like they've yeah, got, defensively, they've awful. got Hayward, they've got Washington, they've got Rosier. It, it's not a bad team. Like mm-hmm. right. obviously puts the icing on the cake, but there's there's a decent core there that he can still work with, and they're eight and twenty four or something. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the that's a real question? Should they have more than eight wins? Yeah, I think so. They absolutely, should have more than eight wins. Mm. This, I think this, that's just on defense, man. I feel like there's so many teams this year with below. 10 wins that like compared to other years. It's crazy. Like, is this the so dominant like, even, even dominant team with dominating? Where's Unsouth? He's got to go. Job, like, and like, should he be losing his job this year? He should be. Yeah, because like they traded for Jordan Paul. They got Cosmo. Like, they should be better than what they are. And that's the thing, like these guys aren't the, the main problem I see for most of these teams that we're talking about is really defense. These guys can score, but they just they suck defensively. Like the Hornets seem since they got Lamella Ball have just been a revolving door. Anything gets through, anything Lamella gets Ball's out. Lamella Ball's not a defensive player. Who? Lamella Ball's not a defensive player. But he's got capabilities. He's six seven and he's athletic athletic, he's got long. He can play defense. He just does no effort. He's lazy. That's always been the yeah. problem. So like and no coach you holds think him they accountable. Would be better with him not playing? Because you look at the, there was a stat that came out they were playing nah. the other day, and it was like their record with without Lamelo Ball, or sorry, with Lamelo Ball over the last like three seasons, two seasons, eighteen and thirty three, and then when he doesn't play, 
I think it's barely just done. It's like 16 and 42 or something. So it's not that much better or that much worse without LaMelo. And it's just because like when LaMelo goes out, Terry Rogier just does exactly what LaMelo Ball does, which is get a bunch of points, get a bunch of stats that don't actually mean anything because the actual problem is that they're lazy. They're all lazy. They don't play defense. Like PJ Washington, I thought was going to be a pretty good defensive player. Like when he started maturing a little bit, but he's gone. He's gone downhill fast. Like he's yeah. terrible. Bro, as soon as as soon as Miles Bridges came back, I dropped his ass. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Miles yeah. Bridges played number two now. Eh? Oh, yeah, two. You'd say sure. Yeah. Oh man, he's been playing good. Yeah, I know. I hate. I know that. Uh, yeah, I know that. Uh, his uh, ex-wife is. He, he should be playing prison basketball right now, but somehow he's still in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, no, I think they're making a movie about him. I think they've made one before. I think Longest Yard is what it's called. I think they're making Longest Yard <laughs> 2 featuring Miles Bridges. So, yeah, except basketball version, so that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think he's, uh, the, there's one that was come out a few years ago and they had uh, Samuel L. Jackson as like the lead, lead character. It was it? And he was in Miles Bridges. He was, I think it, they called him in that movie called Cruise or something. I think oh, it was, it was, get off! He took out Coach Carter. He's about Coach Carter. <laughs> oh, Lolza. Oh man, but that's good. I mean, fascinating. Leads us into next one. Um, next superstar to be traded. Next superstar to be yeah. Superstar. There's only about five superstars. What about like Pascal Next, okay. Next star. Next all star. NBA guy to be traded. Laurie. Oh. Larry Markkinen. Larry Markkinen. Okay. This is the one where I think we might get some separation. No one's going to be the same, I think. Well, what about Jordan Clarkson? Is he classified as a star? No, he's never made All-NBA. Oh, so we're going off All-NBA. So All-NBA or All-Star is, 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 our, is our reference point. You have to be an All-NBA or All-Star. Pascal Siakam. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Dejounte Murray is who I think is going to be next. So Pascal... uh, Kuz isn't a star, but he's probably up there. Kuz is like a really good role player. That's what we'll put him as. D'Angelo Russell as well? well he's, he's He's been averaging over... He's a perennial star, so... You could say D'Angelo Russell. D'Lo. Okay, so we that means it might be. So we've got. So are you changing your thing then? If D'Lo is classified as one, since he has been an All Star. No, I, I can I can um, he just get waived. I don't think it's traded. He gets waived. <laughs> no, there's too much money at stake there. They're going to trade him. Yeah, he, he can walk out the door holding hands with Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham a cheese sandwich <laughs> might be walking out the door with his his, his favorite his favorite son. Nah, but. Sure. So you're saying, yeah, I think Siakam, Murray, yeah, marketing are all legit ones because, yeah, I mean, they're just going to be like, who we think is first because who's going to pull the trigger? Because I think the Raptors... Well, the Raptors already pulled the trigger once. They're going to do it again. Who? The Raptors have pulled the trigger literally last week. They're going to do it again. But I think it's going to take the, the Raptors, Raptors a lot longer to find the, the deal that fits for Siakam because I think they, they overvalue him purely because, like, yeah. he's won a championship and he's, what... Yeah, it's still yeah, Raptors, Raptors see, are notoriously hard to trade with, though. I Everyone think it's knows that. because the Hawks are going to want somebody in return for Dejounte Murray, and then the the the, the Jazz are going to want somebody in return plus picks, whereas the Raptors are going to want picks. 
they're not going to want somebody in return because they've just done that. They're going to want picks. So it's like, are you willing to give up a star for Murray and Markinen or or somebody like that up and coming, or are you just going to trade picks? But the problem is that Ujiri is so like hard to negotiate with, and he's gonna over he's gonna look at the Go Bear trade and say, "Oh, he got seven picks." Obviously, you're not gonna get seven picks, first round picks. But he's gonna look at it and say, "Oh, maybe we can get four, or five first round picks for Siakam," which I think is absolutely ludicrous. Like, no, no team should do that. That's a terrible deal. But I think that's what's gonna be hard to negotiate: the amount of first rounders that you give up, because I think they're gonna want significantly more than what's actually realistic. I think Siakam for three firsts and a second or two or pick swaps or something will be pretty good. You also need to look at it like what what team is going to give up. So they do give up like five first round picks. What yeah. team is going to go from that mid second round team to a championship contender by adding Siakam? The Hawks. Nah. Maybe nah, Mavs, Mavs. I think max potential for Mavs, the Mavs. Yeah. I've still got them conference finals because I think no one's beating the Nuggets. So I'd say the only team that could yeah. make a massive no one beating the Nuggets. Him, Have you been be watching Mavs. basketball the last few months, a few weeks? It's regular season. I don't care. Like I said, the Clippers can do whatever they want. It doesn't mean anything because I know it's not about the Clippers. Well. It's about other times playing the thun- the the, the Nuggets. The Nuggets. No team. Nug- no. Nuggets. No. Pretend no to figuring Nuggets out how to defend Jokic. No, they haven't. It's yes, just they got... have. Look at his shooting percentage of the last three weeks. Pitten- oh, my God. He's had a bad spell. He's had a bad spell. No one ever. Oh, Aaron Gordon was in and see, out the line. Jamal Murray missed six weeks. Every time another star has a bad spell, you're like, oh, he's going, he's he's a slum. You know, he's no good. Whatever. You know, every time a bad spell, you're like, oh, he's fine. It's like... Value them the same, man. Jokic is not just having a bad spell. He just can't get past some of these teams now because defensively the schemes are better on him. And he's got no other stars that are doing the job outside of him. So the, the Nuggets, about- once they lose Jokic, have got nothing. And it's quite obvious that that's what's happening. But you're like, no, it's just a bad spell. Like, he'll get better. No, he won't. Like, they need something. What, you think, you think, you think Jokic is, is done bum. for? Jamal Murray is a bum. And Aaron Gordon is a bum. Like... <laughs> This, this is coming from a Clippers fan. Jackson. This is coming from a Clippers fan. How? <laughs> I don't I don't see the Nuggets. How can you you can never count out the fucking reigning champions? Like brother, I don't think it like I said, I think what there's who has been the Nuggets? And I'm talking about bro, right now, what's happened? It's just everyone's been in and out the lineup. They just haven't had the opportunity to string together a bunch of games with the starters. As the season goes along, they're going to get that opportunity. And what, so who think, in the West has been you, the Nuggets? Just like, because they've been injured at the start of the year, they're not going to be injured at the end of the year. Yeah, come end of the year, once they get a bit of continuity again, they like, who's beating the Nuggets? Please tell me one team. Do you think the Clippers are going to beat the Nuggets? Absolutely. Do you think the Clippers will beat the Nuggets? How do you defend those the Clippers? You don't. Um, how do you defend Jokic? You put Paul George. The Mavericks will even beat the Nuggets. What? Okay, so he's going to beat the Nuggets. The Nuggets ran the same place six times. Who's going to beat the Nuggets? What? I think the T Wolves. The T Wolves are probably the only competition for the Nuggets. Sorry. Yeah, T Wolves are the only team with enough size to beat the Nuggets because you you're only thinking about the size to defend Jokic. You're acting as if guys like MPJ, Jamal Murray, Aaron, like these guys aren't good. These guys are still good players. They play off Jokic, but they're still good players. We we know Jokic can put put fifty on. 
um, Gobert. He's put like what forty seven on him before. Like, okay, cool, but it's different in the playoffs, man. And I'm I, yeah, exactly I, yeah, who that, shows what up in you're the playoffs. Saying is the exact but the Nuggets, are, the Nuggets have got no one else. They got Jokic and no one else. Jamal Murray's no good this year. Aaron Gordon, he keeps getting bitten by dogs. He's Jamal Murray, <laughs> Jamal Murray will step bro. up in the playoffs. Horrific. MJ plays so well in the first quarter, and then so, he just falls so asleep. Ethan, you think? So you've you, we've all watched the playoffs before, right? So we're saying that ultimate always flop all the time. James Harden is magically going to surprise us. Paul George always flop all the time in the playoffs. Is going to Damn, surprise no, us. No. PG side of the backboard is going to carry them to the championship. See, the thing is, you guys are looking at it. Like from the past, like what's happened in the past? It's a completely exactly. different team, different situation. James Harden and Paul George have always been the first or the second option coming into the playoffs. This year, I wouldn't. They're probably like equal third options. Like how many years has the Clippers been together? Like, like it's, four it's years. It's completely different. Like for the Clippers, and then the Nuggets is different too. Like people are figuring out how to defend Jokic. People are figuring out that Murray plays off the back of that well, so they're trying to stop him from scoring the ball. MPJ is real good in the first quarter, doesn't play anywhere else. Aaron Gordon is going downhill fast. Like there's no like the Nuggets. I think are not going to are going to underwhelm. And you guys are like the I don't reckon the I past is the, the best be. predictor of the future. What you show me in the past is what are most likely. If let's say for example, if James Harden and Paul George are rookies, I'd be like, oh, you know what? Maybe they've grown. They'll show me something different. These guys have both been to the playoffs five plus times, and every single time, the exact same thing has happened. Every single time, nothing's yeah, going to okay. change. Nothing's going to okay. change. But like the last time the Clippers went to the playoffs, Paul George was completely different. He was averaging thirty a game. So, are you going to rule that out? When the Clippers went to the playoffs last time, are you going to rule yeah. that out? What happened? When have the Clippers right. ever done anything good in the playoffs? Okay, you know the you know you know the history is meant to be re- rewritten. And they're going to do that this year. No, the Nuggets, it's just not going to happen. Stop overvaluing the Nuggets, man. We no. We're, if anything, we're overvaluing the Clippers. To even say the Clippers even have it, the Clippers are not beating the Nuggets. No, you're just you're riding you're riding off the Nuggets after they won the championship last year. Yeah, and it's pretty much the same team minus Bruce Brown, which I think they've been fine without. I no. think okay, yeah. we look at it right now. Right? Okay, let's look around. The Nuggets has got stronger, and the Nuggets haven't changed. If anything, they got weaker without Bruce Brown. The Clippers would play the Kings right now in the first round. Okay, so let's say, for example, the Clippers probably win that series, right? Was what we're saying? Okay. So that means no, the Clippers, Clippers would play Minnesota in the second round, which would be ultimate series because it comes down – that's going to be small ball versus big bully ball. That's what that series is going to be, whose who's version wins. If we're talking about right now, I would say that the Clippers can win that series. So I'd say the Clippers are going to conference finals, right? Which means the Nuggets have to play. So Nuggets right now would play the Pelicans. They beat the Pelicans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then if they're third seed, let's say OKC was second seed, OKC won against the current seventh seed, the the Mavericks. That means it'll be Nuggets versus OKC in a seven game series. I've got Where's the tables? Here was the first. They would be they would be playing the Clippers in the second round. So we've got OKC versus Nuggets in the second round. That's what we'd have. We're taking the the Nuggets, right? Or no? Anyone? Yeah, I got Nuggets. They got the experience. Jokic. Yeah, the experience. I think would win that series, but I think there would be a seven game. It would be a seven game, purely because yeah, the the only 
I'll Playoff Murray, man. The Nuggets are going to win the, the series against the Clippers. But the reason why I think the Nuggets would win that series because of experience, which takes us to a conference finals of Nuggets and Clippers. Where are four of those games going to be played? In Denver. You're not winning in Denver. I don't care who you are. You're just not going to do that. No chance. I don't even see the Clippers beating the T-Wolves. Well, I just wanted to say that to be nice, but I don't think they're going to do it. <laughs> oh I just wanted god. to be nice and be fair. Oh my god. You guys are funny. You're just so biased. <laughs> yeah, 100% biased. But also, I'm looking at it from like a perspective of actually the Nuggets and how they're going to go. Do you, the Nuggets, like, if it was going to happen this way right now, then they'll probably make the conference finals and it's against the Clippers or the T Wolves. And I don't think they're going to beat one of those sides. But let's just say later on in the year, when the, if they had to play the T the Wolves earlier on or. Even the Lakers earlier on, if the Lakers make it or something like that, I don't think they're getting past those teams. Like, I just genuinely don't think the Nuggets have got it in them this year again. They don't look like the same team. But buyout market as well—that's one thing we have to remember. When the buyout market comes, where players going to go? Like, I think the Nuggets are still going to be a number one team, number one option for players to go. Like, if you want to win a championship, I'll yeah, go to the, the team that just won. I'm ruling it on now. You're ruling it on buyout market if they can pick somebody. No, up. I'm talking about buyout markets in the playoffs because, like I said, the best predictor of the future is what's happened in the past. And what I've seen in the past from every single player in the Clippers not named Kawhi Leonard is choke jobs after choke jobs, which tells me what's going to happen in the playoffs is another choke job from those guys. It's it's inevitable to happen. That's who the Clippers, not who the Clippers are. It's who Paul George is. It's who Kawhi Leonard is to a certain degree. <laughs> Maybe it's who Russell Westbrook is. I actually haven't seen him in the playoffs. I mean, last time they were there properly and he got to play big minutes. Last year he played some decent minutes, but when he was the number one, not number one guy, but when yeah, he was Russell up there with the Rockets, Houston, when they got knocked out in the bubble, yeah. that was, you know, same thing. They lost a big team like the, yeah, the Rockets. I mean, but like I said, he plays good in the playoffs, but those other two guys, they don't. And that tells me that what's going to happen in the playoffs against the Nuggets. But it is agreed. We shall see. As we say, we shall, we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, next one. What is the next big improvement or update you would like to see in the NBA? Because I know this season we had the in-season tournament. What's something else going forward that we'd like to see come into, yeah, spice things up in the NBA a little bit? I like what JJ Redick said the other day. We've we got to stop the baby races at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no one wants to see it. Why? Come on, bro. I like a little bit of baby racing. You surely put some bets on it. That's nah. that's what would make the market even bigger. Nah, nah I just had to put it out there. I heard JJ Riddick say it the other day. And... No, nah, who would you go? I would go like the next big improvement to the league. Um, Next big improvement. I don't want to say four point line. I feel like that's too generic. Everyone says four point line. That's too much. Um, what Get would you rid of mm. you could like but yeah it's interesting because you don't want to put something in that's going to change the game of basketball too much yeah but like you yeah. could do like yeah, you know in cricket how they've got like a power play mm-hmm. and like for like five overs or something you can like have more fielders outside of whatever the case may be yep. but like maybe in basketball you can do like a power play for, and like and it's only available in the first quarter and then it's for two minutes and both sides get one and you can just so as soon as you activate a power play you have one player more than the other team for two minutes 
the worst thing I've ever heard. But like, it's an idea. We're throwing out ideas, Trey. Yeah. This is the whole meaning of it. You you just said you don't want to change the game of basketball. No, but I don't want to change the game of basketball. But like, the next thing is going to change the game of basketball. So like, might as well throw some ideas out that are going to potentially look at changing the game. Like, four-point line. You don't think that's going to make Steph Curry, Trey Young, those boys so much more valuable? (laughs) I think... I was thinking more like, like around the league, not like in terms of the game itself. No, you can do game all around the league. Like, yeah, game all around the league. Uh, up, up to you. Like, My main one is I've always had the same one. I think it should be the best sixteen all up, not conference wise, because there's instances where you know you just got teams that just like especially on the east the east is horrible like you see the west how stacked that is the west for example the lakers the suns or even the rockets could miss out on the playoffs this season even the pelicans could potentially miss out on not even just the playoffs the play in the grizzlies are going to miss out on the play in the season obviously i know they missed jar for the first 25 but going forward traditionally the, the grizzlies have been a 45 to 50 win uh team over the last couple of years you need the best 16 in there not the east is just an embarrassment if you're good enough to be top eight in your conference you should be good enough to be top 16 overall i think it's to do with the the east the east and west conferences is to do with the travel though isn't it because you play everyone inside your own division four times you play everyone in your own conference three times Anyone yeah, no, that's that's travel during the regular season, but I'm talking about overall, like come playoff, like come playoff time, it should just be the best 16. It would maybe you'd make some slight changes to regular, but yeah, overall, I think it should be the best 16. Is that fair though? Like, I don't know. Because what if you got what if you're in a real bad division or a real good division, but you're a top 16? Oh, I don't know. It's, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, see, I don't I don't find it fair either because like you never have to play yourself. So, for example, the Celtics never have to play the Celtics because mm. obviously it's impossible to obviously play yourself. But mm. like they don't have to play the best team in the competition, which is them. Yeah, it's it's more so about the like the yeah the division because you see like for example the Bucks's division, do they have the Pistons? I think they might. Yeah, so for example, mm. someone who's in that Pistons division, you got four automatic wins, right? So you probably have to adjust the amount of games played against your. Uh, Division can keep the same. I think against everyone else, you'd probably need to balance it out a little bit more. So the 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 times you know where some teams you can play them four times, some teams you can play them three times. All I'll do is switch it so that you play everyone outside your division twice. If your division is the only one you play four times, outside your division you adjust it to be yeah twice, or even how many other teams is that twenty nine like. Six. You look at the southeast division. If you're a good team in the southeast division. So it's Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Wizards. But Miami's got fucking. Miami could get sixteen wins. They beat every team. Yeah, and then as well, if you look at the Clippers, Kings, Suns, Lakers, Warriors division. Yeah, that's a hard one. It's a hard one. You can't win as many games. Yeah. But as I I'm mean, saying, even the Timberwolves, Thunder, Nuggets, Jazz, and Blazers. Yeah, they they got the top three in the West in the same division. Yeah, like, yeah, you can't do that. You just have to adjust the logistics. That's the only thing I think. But it's just 
it's just not it doesn't make sense to have some of these teams in there who are just are horrible like why are you in the playoffs you're just lucky because there's first of all you're lucky there's the play in and you're lucky because you're playing the east where the east just just sucks everyone's what about a um football. what about a relegation the owners yeah that's like one i think would be good like how they do it in uh europe in like the english premier league not even english not just english premier league all the other leagues in europe like for football that's good i think that's what you, uh, you just run it with like uh potentially the g league or um uh maybe a, an outside team from like the nah, NBA. you gotta you gotta leave it i reckon yeah the nba is the nba uh, you don't want these americans calling themselves fucking world champions the only reason why that wouldn't work is because, yeah, like, it's so... The way that you sell the NBA, you sell it as, like, the NBA. Because it would be hard for someone to be... To go, if if I'm a TV network like ESPN, why would I be like, oh, why would I stream a game of NBA Division 2? But I like the idea of relegation. I think they need it. It's just the problem is that people would go, oh, actually, you know, Grizzlies versus um, Hawks today, Division 2 game. Uh, why are they streaming on ESPN or ESPN? But they need something like that to incentivize teams to not be so shit at. Yeah, like better. It'd be hard. There's enough basketball talent around to be able to do it. Like considering what yeah, when I said before, you're having like John John Wall, Kimber Walker, all those guys. They probably aren't the greatest players, but there isn't there, there's enough talent there to be able to like that aren't even that aren't around in the league at the moment to be able to create a decent team, especially with a bunch of young fellas. Like there's enough people to do that. Um, in, that they could definitely organise another team, especially in another place. You know that could, you know, because well, they're looking at putting another one back in Seattle, aren't they? Yeah, Seattle and Vegas. At the in Vegas, two teams. Hmm. So it'd be interesting to see if they potentially look to put another couple of teams in, or potentially have a couple of maybe create a relegation kind of it, thing from it, that. It, it's, Expansions, what the next the next big thing in the NBA is booking that like it's been talked about for years. Yeah, especially in Vegas, like Vegas. I think in Vegas purely because it's Vegas. Vegas, Vegas has got so many teams that have now come there, like the Raiders in the NFL. They've had the Aces in WNBA. They're getting the Athletics in baseball. Um, there's one other franchise going there. So Vegas is 100 percent in Seattle because they got the best fans, I'd say. And or even was it? North Virginia was as wanted to relocate, but the NBA told them no. Mm. The capital think, city needs a team. Yeah, I think Seattle, Vegas is easy. I mean, I think in future you might even get city, like, no city, so you might even get like another team in Canada or maybe a team even in Mexico. I think Canada do need another city. Big one, I think. Mm. Put a team in uh, Vancouver or something. Yeah, Vancouver, because they had the Grizzlies before. I think they've shown that they've got good enough fans there to to make to yeah to to support the team if they come there. So you you add two more teams. How many games does it add into your season? I shouldn't I shouldn't add any. Yeah, no, nah, not add games. I think you just reduce because remember how yeah. they play some other teams outside of the division four times, or they play other teams three times. You just remove those make games. That yeah, just make that two. Yeah, and then boom, mm. you're good to go. It's like. Yeah, they, oh, eighty-two games is a long season, man. Yeah, but you can keep you can keep eighty-two games with with thirty-two teams. It probably makes it a little bit easier. You play more teams, but you play you have longer other breaks. Teams times. You can have longer breaks between games as well. You not as many back-to-backs in there. 
keep playing, yeah. Or even the other one I'd like to see is, uh, what was I going to say for the other one? Oh my gosh, as if I've just forgotten what, what my good, my great NBA idea was. When I remember it's going to pop up, but it was, it, it was life-changing. It was actually life-changing. But that's good. I mean, if any of those changes got implemented, I think it would be fun. It would be just change up. But I think the, the only thing is logistics for some of our, our some of our ideas. Like for example, the one I said about the like like a like a power play. We have like one extra player for like that period of time. It makes it so much harder, but it'll be so fun. Mm. Like because imagine imagine you start a game off as what the one side does, and they're up by like twenty points, and then you just <laughs> look, we'll do our power play now, and then it's just like it's back to like close again or something. Like, that would be that would be kind of fun. Also terrible, but kind of fun. The one, the, this, is, this is my idea so, about the salary cap. So if you draft a player, you know how some teams can end up stacked with so many good players. And then like you've, if you develop them well enough, it shouldn't, when you sign them to a max contract, it shouldn't account as much to the salary cap because you've developed them. It's not like you've gone out there and been like the Lakers who just go sign every single big name. If you draft a player and you develop them and they become a superstar like the Celtics have done with Tatum and Jalen Brown, that shouldn't take up so much of your salary cap. Like, why am I getting yeah. punished for being so good at developing players? It's just unfair. I, I yeah, feel like... That, that's so much easier for the big teams to do. Because then the big teams yeah. who have more money floating around the joint can just still go out and sign players on top of that and use the, lift up the spare money to get better talent. No, 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 no. I'm not, not, not talking about signing. You can only... So, what I'm saying is... You can, that only applies to drafted players. So you can only you have to draft that player and develop them to that level. If, so let's say I've I draft I get lucky and I draft four guys who would just end up being all superstars. Instead of getting to That's them not- all their contract years, now all of a sudden I can't resign all four because the salary cap's gonna you know screw me. I can sign all four, but their amount their max contract money doesn't. It's, I don't take on the full amount. Let's say 25% is taken off. So what they make... So it pays it. No, you still pay it, but it doesn't apply to the salary cap. Like that 25% um, hit doesn't apply to salary cap. So let's say someone's getting paid 50 million a year. What the extra salary cap is going to show is 40 million per year. So they take we can take 20% off that. We'll, yeah, we'll say 20%. Because this in- incentivizes team to develop to develop from within so that you don't have instances where teams like the, the way I got this from was NRL, Ethan, you know, this Penrith Panthers for the last few years in the NRL rugby league have dominated. They've, they've built up an absolute, just incredible, you know, um, talent, uh, talent filter, sorry, talent funnel that's coming in from their young squads. And now they're getting to a point where they've lost over the last four or five years, seven, eight key players. They're getting punished for developing well. So in the NBA, for example, the Celtics will get it because now, it's going to be difficult for them to build around Tatum and Brown because they're going to be on such large contracts. But how's their, how's that their fault? The Lakers, the uh, the Pistons have all messed up top three picks. The the Celtics got it right, developed them right. Why are they getting punished? You know, for but mm. see, I like I like that idea. I, I do, but the problem is, is that it doesn't. I don't think it matters as much because the NBA owners just play salary tax. On, or whatever it is, the luxury tax on top of it, and whatever, the, and just run do that when they've got too much money sitting on the roster. Whereas in the NRL, you don't have a luxury tax; you have to fit within the boundaries of the salary, of of whatever the um the max amount is. So there's none of that whiff a waffle about like, oh, but we can do this or do that and whatever. Because when you sign someone on a max extension, whatever the extension is over the top or play option to match it. Oh, sorry, team option to match it. it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't actually affect the 
amount of money in your on your salary, you can actually just pay the luxury tax and you get away with it. Whereas NRL, you can't. There's no luxury tax to pay. You have to fit within the 13 million or whatever it is for all of your players. So if they're going to implement such like that type of rule, they need to actually have that you can't actually pay a luxury tax then because then it just incentivizes you to go, as I said, you can have your younger players and sign them 25% less or whatever it is on your salary, but then you can use the leftover of that 25% to go sign a big name and just run it under the luxury tax. And but it's the penalties now. The penalties now are way more. That's why you see only guys like Steve Barmer can, like the penalties that you're getting for being in the luxury tax now are now crazier than what they were before because now that's why the NBA is kind of encouraging teams to only, you can't have, like they don't, they kind of want to get away from that big three era. Yeah, so what I'm meaning is, yeah, with that luxury tax, if you if you take on so many of those guys, or like if you have, um, yeah, like I said, not not many owners are willing to pay that big of a luxury tax bill unless you're a Steve Barmer, unless you're Mark Cuban's gone now. Mark Cuban was able to do that. Not many people, if yeah, want to take on that massive expense. Yeah, yeah, fair, but it also like. There's gonna if you start doing what you're saying and having more of that coming in, there's more owners that and the way that the owners are buying selling at the moment and then making the money and stuff, people are gonna see how much money you're making by owning a team for a few years and selling it off or selling partial shares in a team. So you're gonna have more expensive owners, more richer fellas that are gonna be coming in and be like, We want a team now and we're gonna start running it. And so you're gonna have that luxury tax still, like it's still gonna exist because you can have people like Steve Barmer. Who's, who, who are worth you know 90, 90 billion that are going to be coming in and buying more teams I don't, I don't I don't see it like I do see it as a way to help but I also don't see it as a way that's going to fix the issue you need to get rid of the luxury tax to be able to have this like incentive where you, if you're training all your players and building them up that you can actually reduce your cap your cap hit or something yeah no, that's a fair point that's fair um as we roll into the next point, next uh, discussion is uh, where are our 2024 unrestricted and restricted free agents going to land? So I'm going to read out some names for you, some uh, notable. This is only the notable ones. Notable, we'll start off with the unrestricted notable free agents. So we've got James Harden for the Clippers. Uh, we've got DeMar DeRozan from the Bulls. Clay Thompson from the Warriors. Tobias Harris, 76ers. And then Pascal Siakam uh currently raptors so all these guys that we've talked about are guys who were potentially discussed for being in trades but are all going to be unrestricted free agents where do we think they're going to land is chris Depps not one no nah chris Depps have got two more years left on his deal i i don't i don't think derozan's going to resign he's going to go somewhere else yeah he's gonna he's gonna want to go to a contender he wants to get a ring yeah and I think he wants to go somewhere where he can be second or third option, where he doesn't have to be the main guy. He, I don't know why. I reckon he'd like Miami. He he seems like a sort of player to go to Miami. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I think because Kyle, Kyle Larry's booty cheeks is there, and yeah, yeah. it's probably it it makes sense because he can go be the third option then, or even the fourth option behind Tyler Herrick, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good good destination for him because yeah, if you look at it. I don't see any other teams that can sort of fit a guy like Demar. I feel like so many other teams, the way that they've got their stars lined up, they want guys who can kind of bounce in there and be able to be three-point oh, shooters. The next, 
a team that yeah, they they take on if any and every star. Like for example, Kevin Love, he can shoot the three, but he's he's a terrible defender. But they found a way to fit him in that lineup. Uh, Goran Dragic when he was there wasn't a uh, great great effort defensively, but they found a way to fit him in as well. He's great offensive piece. Kyle Lowry's declined offensively, but he's still able to contribute to them defensively. Still able to be a good you know passer. They 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 find a way to fit you in. I feel like yeah, Eric Spolstra and Heat culture is probably the yeah, best destination for him for me at least. Oh, me and Ethan, what we said. How about you, Trey? I said Heat. Oh, Heat. Oh, so you're bro. DeMar DeRozan. You are... Uh, no, I was the one that said Heat first. DeMar DeRozan, you're going to Miami Heat. You've got no choice now. You have to go. Yeah. Make, us, make us feel right, and then we, we're kind of good at our job. Now we look smart. Um, <laughs> next one, Jimmy Harden, James Harden. He's currently on the Clippers, and then obviously he said that could be looking for a max deal, right? That's what he wanted when he was on the Sixers. But do you think... I think his one is dependent on what happens with the Clippers. But it's I think dependent. he... And it's also dependent on what Kawhi and Paul George do. Because they both have play options, yeah. yeah. Far out. That team is in such limbo, bro. Because if they don't win this year, oh, Lord, they're screwed. But also they've got... Because Russell's here, as well, and Harden and Russell get on pretty well. So it is, it is dependent on what happens this year. And independent if all four of them want to stay in LA. I oh, the where's the best clubs? <laughs> Miami. Miami. James Harden's in Miami. James Harden's they're gonna put a team in Vegas next year and Harden will be there. Harden will oh, be there. Harden will where's up, where's Harden, bro? I think oh my god. Brother, you almost have to say the Clippers are like what other team needs a two guard who's going to be 30, <laughs> 34 years old and wants a max deal? If he still wants a max deal, that's probably a key as well. Does he still want that max deal? I'm just throwing in the works of Lakers. Why not? He's probably Again, thinking, why not? That's dependent on LeBron. Because LeBron's got a player option as well. For $51 yeah. million, dollars, does he cash it in or does he say, you know what, maybe I restructure or does he leave the Lakers and as a whole? Is Bronny going to declare? That's true. Will Bronny, that's why he did the contract that way. So he could yeah. opt out and yeah. go join Bronny. But Bronny doesn't look like he's going to be in the draft at the moment or opt in. He could. Yes, but, he is. I mean, mm-hmm. What's that? Isn't he? I thought he was like going for the draft this year. He's on the bench for USC, bro. There's no way he should declare. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, this he's this a different scenario because he's LeBron's his father. And LeBron did say if wherever Bronny gets drafted to is where I'll go. But I think it'll be. It just seems pretty unrealistic because he had the heart attack. He's coming off the bench. He's uh, good numbers off the bench, but not numbers. I'd be like, oh man, I'm spending my top ten pick on that. He, he did have a cardiac arrest. The, the... Who's that? Well, back. He did have like a cardiac arrest. That... Not that long ago. Yeah, like, so that's what I'm saying. I think it's just too soon for him to be thing. Sorry, so. that, that's, that's what a heart attack is. Yeah. He just want to be more technical. He just want to use the yeah, actual terminology. You know? Doctor returns, man. What are you? Got a PhD? Yeah. So what's he's been doing with his time this holiday, bro? <laughs> I do have a pretty huge check. Thank you for asking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that is a... Bro, you've done well. Yeah, bro. That one. That is that is the biggest lie I've ever heard. I never heard that one before, <laughs> actually. So, congratulations, man! You surprised me on that. Oh, well, he asked about a PhD, people, and certainly do. 
So what are we saying? So James Harden, or I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to say. I think you're staying. I'm going to say, the, let me just look at the teams. Honestly, I don't think it matters. No, Morky, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to team up with Giannis. <laughs> nah, I'm saying James Harden is going to the New York Knicks. Oh, yeah. Right. You're not very smart, are you? James Harden's going to the Knicks because I think that the... oh, it was too cold in New York for James Harden, bro. New York, hey, Stephen A. Smith said it best. New York needs a star, and James Harden is a star. As much as everyone hates to admit it, he is a star. He's a star at the bloody strip club. Yeah, I guess, bro. New York's a good place for it, man. <laughs> Where's little baby live? <laughs> is little baby in Atlanta? Could well, be. So he's saying he, Clippers going to sign and trade James Harden for Dejounte Murray. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, no, I think that uh, all the Clippers players, I think the Clippers get knocked out in the second round, and all of them leave. That's my prediction. <laughs> which uh... we'll get, which we'll get to when we do, do our bold predictions. But yeah, I'm just going to say my bold prediction now. I've been sitting on this for a long time, and I'm sick of holding it in. The Clippers are done this year. The Clippers will be knocked out in the second round by the Minnesota Timberwolves or whoever is the first seed. And then Kawhi Leonard will opt out. Paul George will opt out. Russell Westbrook will not opt into his play option. Harden's obviously his last year anyway. And the Clippers are done because they'll have no one to trade. There you go. Clippers will sell the team. (laughs) (laughs) And the worst thing about it is that Steve Barber is going to open up his new arena that he wanted to open up with all three of these big pillars. And he's going to have no one. He's going to open up that new arena with Terrence Mann as a star. And Zoo Blocker. There you go. And I can't wait to Next see it man. because that's what I you get. I hate both of you right now. That's what you get for trading everything. For I hate both of you. And, and Ethan, mind. we're gonna see. We're gonna be seeing the video of Ethan burning that hat because he is no longer a club. I'll tell you right now, if that ends up happening, I'm never, never supporting the Clippers again. I'm done. Clippers are gone. <laughs> Hey, us wizards if need more fans. I'm gonna go support the Spurs. <laughs> oh, nah, I'm gonna jump on the Wimby Yama bandwagon, and I'm gonna be a Spurs supporter for the rest of my life. That's fair. Wimby bandwagon is gonna be hot for the next couple of years, though. So that's that's pretty vibes. I, I like that. You can come be a Wizards fan, and we, we, we're gonna oh, draft topic. I I would genuinely prefer to pull all my teeth out than be a Wizards fan. Yeah, you actually have to support Wiz unsettled. The worst coach in the league. Okay, okay. The funny part about it is... I'd rather be a Wizards fan than a Pistons. I'd rather be a Wizards fan than a Pistons fan. That's fair. Yeah. But imagine being a Pistons fan. That's me when LeBron retires. Yeah. No, but uh, so we all agree, right? So we say... Well, no, we didn't all agree, but I said the Knicks. What else you guys got? Who else has got another location for James Harden? I got either... uh, the Bucks or the Hawks? Okay. And then Emac, what you got for him? I reckon he's going to stay. Okay. So he's staying a Clipper, which takes us on to the guy who was supposedly the second best shooting guy behind Clay, uh, behind James Harden over all those years, Clay Thompson. Where do you think Clay Thompson's going to go? He's going to sign a vet minimum on the Denver Nuggets. He's going to sign with the Delaware 36ers. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to sign with the Sydney Kings in the NBL. He's going to sign with the... And 
Indiana Mad Ants. <laughs> G-League Ignite. Oh, uh, Clay Thompson. I think Clay Thompson goes to a team that's not very good and it's going to overpay for a shooting guard who's washed up. Uh, they need someone to partner next to another backcourt guy. So I think Clay Thompson is going to the uh, Detroit Pistons. Charlotte, I got Charlotte Hornets. I think they're going to overpay for him for no reason at all. Detroit Pistons. I reckon the Washington Mystics. Oh, he's going to play with Caitlin Clark next year when she gets drafted. First. Yeah. Crazy. So we're saying Charlotte Hornets. He's going to be a team that overpays for no reason. Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons? Yeah, I can see that as well. It's going to be a bad team. It will be a bad team without a doubt. Yeah. Oh, I reckon the Clippers. <laughs> the, Hornet, the Hornets have done that already with um Tony Parker. Yeah. That's, what do again? that's what I see it being exactly like. In Jeremy think, oh, he's going to be nice and without a team, and he's kind of washed up, and I think that's what's going to happen with Clay. Jeremy Lin? Nah, Jeremy Lin was, was just Lin Sandy. He was never good after that. He played with Cody Bryant. And look where he is now. Dead. No, I was talking about... Whoa, I was talking about Jeremy Lin. <laughs> oh, oh. Wow, look at this guy. <laughs> This is a real good person as well. well <laughs> Crazy. Core is freaking ACL, and then that was just that was just it. And then we move on to uh, Tobias Harris. I feel like the Sixers have been trying to move Tobias Harris for like this entire contract, and now they nah. finally get the ability to get off that contract. The, finally, the is, they're going to re- re-sign Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris on ten mil a year for two years. I think, yeah, I think he's going to get a team option deal. I think he's going to get, like, yeah, 15. I think two years, 30 is what I think he's going to Well, actually, no, if Draymond can get 20 million a year, I think Tobias can get 20 million as well. I think Tobias on a two-year, $40 million deal, play option in the second year. Oh, yeah, I reckon t- Toby staying. Yeah, Toby staying. Which takes us to the man that's probably the hardest one to pick, Siakam, just because we all think he's going to get traded. So this basically comes down to where he gets traded is where you think he's going to get that max contract from. Should we just say if if he gets traded, will he will he resign with that team or will he not resign? Depends on who he gets team. traded to. Like if he gets traded yeah. to Atlanta, then yeah, I think he'd resign. If he gets traded to like Pistons, then no. But oh, Pistons no way we ever trade for him. I think Pistons. he gets traded to the Mavericks. I think he re-signs the same way that Kyrie did. I think he re-signs because there's no state tax in Dallas. So, I mean, sorry, in Texas. So, I think, yeah, that's good deal if you're a free agent. I mean, if you sign a max deal, you know, yeah, the government's or the state's not going to come steal all your money. That's just a New York thing, isn't it? Nah, state tax. I think uh, Dallas, not, oh, I keep saying Dallas, Texas, Florida, I'm pretty sure I don't have state tax or one of the taxes, but uh-huh. yeah. Other Isn't states, New York are the worst? California and New York are the worst for it. I think New Zealand's pretty bad for it too, actually. To be fair. Shout out Chris Luxon. Love that Shout out the horse. Oh, man. No, How about tax in the bro. Tax in the comes out and takes all my money. Yeah, no, we're, now she's, bro, now at least Nationals, International is going to do something for us, hopefully. Otherwise, AU, here we come, baby. Dunk Dynasty on tour. <laughs> We're going to Australia. Thanks. 
I go live in like, I don't know, Vietnam or something and just like live cheap ears. Oh, Vietnam or Thailand? Oh, wait. Wouldn't mind it, bro. Like, you wouldn't mind it for like a week. Like, I sell fish at the fish markets. Bro. I don't think I could do the off, food. Off yeah. the grid, bro. You'd be off the grid. No one even live the rest of your life chilling, man. I don't think I could do the food over in like Asia. Bro, how about you just man up, eh? Just that's all you need. What to do you, Trey? What do you even eat, bro? I guarantee you, all you eat is just fish and chips or something. Like, nah, bro, just eat steaks, bro. He doesn't eat anything else. Just eats red like, meat and carb. Well, I could go to America because I got like mean food. Yeah, what? You mean just fat food? They just literally have obese people over there. Yeah, because the food. The reason good. you couldn't do Asian food is because New Zealand's top three obesity obese country in the world. Like, and Asia's not. It's the only reason you couldn't go there. You'd yeah, be living off like, like small got, portions. They got vegetables in all their foods, bro. So you'd be having your like your yeah, man. You'd be healthy eating. Have your five plus a day. Well, I'm like, I'm not fat, but like, um, yeah, I don't know, like fast food. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the like way to become density, density count of sugar. Those are bro's, like. bro's the number one Wendy's customer. I actually don't go. I don't get Wendy's though. Oh, Wendy's! Nah, Wendy's. Nah, Wendy's pretty cheeks. I reckon a bit of Carl's Junior, big burgers. Don't mind that. Nah, KFC. Cheeks. Yeah. KFC got cheeks burgers. Do you, do you know how much calories you're? I don't get. I don't get burgers from KFC. I get chicken from KFC. You realize what job he does, bro? Works outside, like inside. Right? He's got physical jobs. So that calories come off instantly, and he's only what twenty one. Yeah, calories come off yeah. instantly. Yeah, to be fair. You gotta start watching your cholesterol though. Yeah, bro. You could be a cardiac arrest at 40 or 50, bro. Like uh MJ. Probably. Damn. Um now we move on <laughs> to the player options. Uh the key player options, which are obviously we talked them talked about them a little bit, but so we've got LeBron James, got a player option, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Drew Holiday, and OG. So we'll start off with LeBron. What do we think LeBron's going to do? Opt in or opt out? Depends on what Bronny does, man. Hey, I'm going to say opts out unless the Lakers draft Bronny. Yeah. Yeah. So I think everyone's going to say the exact same thing. I think he opts out, but I think he opts out and I think he opts, he, he re-signs, but on a lot uh, restructured deal that's not as high. Because I think Bronny's not going to declare... So I think he's either going to sign a one-year deal and that's going to be his last year. Whatever happens, I think next year will be LeBron's last year as a Laker. So I think he opts out. Well, there's no point in restructuring then, is there? Because they can trade pieces. There's no point in nah. opting out then if Bonnie doesn't nah. do that. So he's opting in. One more year as a Laker. Yeah. He's opting in. Finally, as a Laker. Finally, year to try to win a championship. Yeah. No, that's, um, unless, so yeah unless, he opts, unless he opts out, signs a $20 million contract and they use the money to get somebody else. Yeah, which they can't do because, I mean, they'll be trading for, like, Levine or someone. Eh? But unless there's, like, someone massive who becomes available for trade. Yeah, and they got room. But they'll have no pieces if they trade for a Levine or Dejounte Murray. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say he opts. I'm going to say he opts back in and takes his $52 million, Oh, no, $49 million contract. Basically, $50 million contract. He doesn't need the money, man. Just just opt out, sign a $10, 10, million, $10 million contract, and just move on. 
that's what I think. If you're a billionaire at this point, what does I mean? Obviously, we get fifty million dollars a lot of money, but bro, you make so much money through Nike. Just go win a ring by taking less money, and boom, Bob's imagine, imagine as a team signing LeBron on a vet man. bro. Fifty million still five five percent. Uh, not five percent. Yeah, that's five percent. Yeah, five percent of a billion dollars. So it's still quite a good chunk. Yeah, so it's a lot, but I'm just thinking long term. Like LeBron's gonna make all that. He's gonna make so much money after his career as well because he's got lifetime deal with Nike. He's got the Spring Hill Production Company. He's got brand deal after brand deal. He's good to go. Like think about it. If you're LeBron at this point, the only thing that really only matters is just winning championships. Him scoring more points, getting more no, rebounds, getting more assists doesn't matter. The only yeah, the only two things really is just play with your son or winning another championship. So put yourself, in my opinion, from LeBron, put yourself in the best position to do both of those things, which is opt out. If you opt out, yeah. But I think you opt back in for the Lakers one more year. The Lakers, they know it's that final year. They go all out, trade everything, don't give a fuck, and boom, Bob's your uncle. See if you can win. From LeBron, the only thing on my mind right now is getting 40,000 points. Right, just lost that 40,000, 40K, because you're like 500 points left now, something like that. 500 points crazy which takes us on to the the double the double dynamic duo for the clippers paul george and Kawhi leonard what do we think they do opt in or opt out it's, it's like what we said before it just depends on how the playoffs go yeah like if say let's just say the clippers go on and win the championship they're gonna opt in oh they do opt in and they might to be fair they might but they might opt out anyway and then and then get in and then sign something else so an extension or something. They might just or something like that. Yeah. Like, Unless because what they'll be, they'll be thirty four. If they opt in, they'll be thirty four when they come up for that next max deal. Unless you want, yeah. Unless you opt out and then sign the max deals now. Mm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, but I think they both opt in as well. I think they just opt in for one final, especially if they do win. Even if they do lose, I think for a guy like Kawhi, maybe with the health. He's improved a lot more this year, but I think maybe with the health issues, he might opt in, just take the money, and then get yes, the max. Yeah, contract. signing a new contract for both those two, they're not going to get the, they're not going to get that much. Yeah, yeah. it's 40, 44 mil. Yeah, forty four. Yeah, so they're not going to get that much signing another deal. I think no, I think Kawhi will get. I think Kawhi will get another. I think Kawhi will get a four year. Get another max. Yeah, he'll get another max. I reckon. Yeah, thirty. It'll be thirty three or thirty four, right? Thirty. For another four I, year, four year max for Kawhi. No, but I see. I don't think he will because he'll just Kawhi. I think Kawhi's only got a couple more years left in, and then he's done. Like I just don't think he wants to keep playing. Like he's yeah. only played for three years, probably. Then he's just going to retire. It's facts. I, reckon, I think yeah, we just I yeah. Think it's like that thing that Ethan was saying. We just think everyone's going to be like LeBron when it's not actually the case. Not everyone yeah. maybe actually wants to play till they're forty. Like same with yeah. like I think Paul George is probably one of the most realistic players that he's going to keep playing until he's like. 42. Like, mm. I think Paul George probably will play for ages. He's going to do like a Paul Pierce and just try to get like one of those like play like last year, all these like teams assigned, player swaps and stuff. But like, they don't, they don't like him like that. I think PG is going to have one of the greatest transitions into be. I think his game is well built to transition into being a really good sixth man because he's like, I think yeah. coming off the bench, especially when he gets to like, let's say two, four, like three years from now, I think he's going to transition to a great sixth man because he can 
Give imagine, me a price imagine, punch off the imagine three years from now, PG playing for the Thunder behind like some of that talent as a six man coming and playing 20 minutes a game, averaging yeah. 18 points a game, probably. <laughs> Just like... Yeah. I think PG will win a ring. I've got, I've got no doubt about it. He'll win a ring in his career at some point. I've got full confidence because even if he doesn't do it as the number two guy, he'll do it as a six man. Yeah. And then we get to the Celtics. Drew Holiday. Does Drew yeah, Holiday opt in or opt out? He'll opt in. Yeah, I got opt in as well. Just purely because no one's going to pay Drew Holiday any sort of money after seeing what he's done this season. Well, and plus he's 33 million. No one else pays. He's, he's, he's almost the sixth option on that team because I don't even consider Al Horford as a better option than him. At some points. He's still a good defender, but for no other teams paying 33 ball, yeah. So the best thing for him to do, I think, is business-wise, you've got to opt in, surely. Mm. And then we've got the man who's got traded, OG, Ananobi. $18 million at the moment, but I think he's definitely going to opt out and get that max like we were talking about before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I reckon he's going to pursue think, his porn career. I think he'll go sign with Philadelphia semi-sixes. Oh, yeah, because they'll have money, eh, after... Yeah, after the game. Whee. I think you'll have an OG Embiid Maxi Tobias Harris on a lower contract. Like, and I think that's what it will, what will happen. I can see that. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Okay. I'll go, no. I'll go pick up probably somebody that's like available. Like I think Christian Woods isn't he available? I think he's on a one year deal, yeah, so he'll be available. Yeah. So I think they'll go get somebody like him to pair with um, Ubre and Marcus Morris and stuff on the bench, and I think they'll be sorted. I think next year Philadelphia seems to win the chip. You might be right because the 76ers don't have anyone on the team this year that can just ruin the team like James Harden and yeah, <laughs> they, just they need they need they need someone like um, Christian Wood. Yeah, it's a shit. No, nah, Christian Wood's been good. He's been on his best behavior over there in uh, LA. <laughs> Yeah, but also Christian Wood's not a bad player. Yeah, he's a really he's not a bad player, but he just the shit he says and stuff is like. Yeah. I think his yeah, attitude's but... improved. I think he'll be a good addition, especially he knows he's on his last chance, last warning in the NBA. I don't think he's good. He's gonna be in a mood to cause trouble. Yeah, but these people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like feeding, trying Americans to play around dumb. with your dog. That's a freaking attack dog, Aaron Gordon. Well, you, you've been told, don't pull out guns on live stream. Two weeks later, yeah. shoot him up. What are you doing? Um, which takes us to, who do you think will win the 2024 NBA championship? <clears throat> are we doing it like biased or non-biased? You have to be whatever, whatever you want. You you pick it. You're gonna cl- if you be biased and you pick some, you you'll get clipped. No, oh, yeah. I, I think realistically it's probably be the Celtics. Okay. I'm going back to back nuggets. Who's get who who gets some of home court advantage would be oh Celtics a while ahead. Ah, that's one thing I didn't think about when I said the Nuggets were gonna win, because they won't have home advantage anymore. Well, yeah. there's still 15 games in the season pretty much. But damn, yeah, the, the, the Celtics haven't had injuries yet. The injuries will come and then... No, they have. I mean, not major injuries, but they've had guys in that the lineup. Like, Jalen Brown was out. Drew Holiday was, was out. Um, Porzingis was out. The only guy who's missed yeah. many games is Tatum, I'm pretty sure. And Derek White. 
Derek White's missed two yeah. games in the last like two years, and that's for the birth of his children. Oh, he's a freak. Eh? I love him, bro. He's always available. Always makes it's like these... it's the two, the two most. Oh, sorry, the three most available players in the NBA is Avicii Zubats, um, Mikael Bridges, and Derek White. Yeah, you know these guys are all, best. Best ability is availability. That's always going to be the one. So you've got uh, Trey. Wait, uh, no, Ethan said Celtics. Who you got, Trey? Nuggets. Nuggets back to back. Back to back. Who can guard Jokic on that team? No one. Back to back. As 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 Jokic said, never count out the fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Celtics have been close the last couple of years. Like they're gonna win it. I'm gonna experience go. they've added depth, they added they've added defense, they're gonna win it. But I, I keep on tying it down to the same fact I'm like who's gonna guard Jokic? That's that's all that's who's all gonna I think guard about Tatum? Huh? Who's gonna guard Tatum? Um Aaron Gordon. I know he's not, I mean, he's not no 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 just let me who's gonna guard Jalen Brown. He didn't he's not gonna Jalen Brown's left hand is gonna guard him. <laughs> yeah, Jalen Brown, I've seen him in the playoffs. Who's he's gonna guard Pazingas? Oh, that's good. Bazingas will be injured, bro. But Bazingas shoots the ball well. I mean, like I said, it's like, it's. I think the best series, without a doubt, for the fans would be yeah, Nuggets versus Celtics. I think that would go seven, and I think yeah, Celtics would have advantage because if they go seven, they would be at home. All things remaining the same going forward this season, they can maintain number one seed. But yeah, I'd say yeah, I got Celtics Nuggets NBA Finals, and I've got yeah Nuggets in. I got Nuggets in six games, and then Ethan's got Celtics. Trey's got the nuggies as well. I got Celtics in five, probably. Oh, that's even more bold. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good prediction. I, I like that. I don't, what, yeah, I, I think the Celtics are so far ahead in the East. It's not even funny. Like Philly's probably second, and Philly are a year away. Nah, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon Philly can cause some trouble in the playoffs. What? I reckon Philly can cause some trouble in the playoffs as against I said the Celtics. Before, the best predictor of the future is the past. I've seen them in the playoffs six years in a row doing the same thing every single time. No, true. They aren't doing anything in the playoffs. Yeah, true. But I just don't want to see the Celtics win. <laughs> Imagine if the Celtics win and Devin Booker was to like be MVP next year. I think we'll never we'll never hear from Trevor again. I think he'll be done with NBA basketball. <laughs> Devin Booker getting yeah, MVP. What's the Wizards go up and win a, win a championship next year? <laughs> yep, yep. Mate, if I see a, if I see a championship in my lifetime, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, boys. Your one bold NBA prediction for twenty twenty four. What'd you say? Your one bold prediction for the NBA in twenty twenty four. Something that you think is going to happen. Bold prediction. All right, there's going to be a superstar that's been traded. That's going to get traded. Yeah, well, obviously it's the NBA, but like it's bold be, prediction, you got to be bold with it. Bold as it's going to be Kyrie Irving for Pascal Siakam. Um, an NBA player gets hit by a car. Crazy. No, I reckon. No, I can go even bolder than that. I'm going to go even bolder. An yeah. NBA player is going to get attacked by a dog. <laughs> I'm going bolder. An NBA player gets accused of (laughs) the NBA player gets accused sleeping with a minor. (laughs) 
Nah, um, see, nah, see, see, I reckon, I reckon I can do even better than that. NBA player gets released from his team for having sexual relations with a staff member. What? Who was Josh that? Primo. <laughs> nah, NBA player joins um the UFC on a one fight deal to fight Conor McGregor at UFC 300. Draymond Green. You're welcome. I set it up. Dana White hit me up. I've set you up in main event. Draymond Green versus Conor McGregor, UFC 300. Now, you want to know the biggest take? Yeah. Zion gets traded in 2024. So it could be like this season or next, start of next season. Yep. Or the off season. I like it. The big, the biggest one is that Lonzo Ball never plays basketball again. Oh. Mm. Lonzo Ball never playing basketball would be interesting, but even more interesting than that, I'm going to say the Don requests the trade from the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic. After the Mavericks flop in the playoffs, Luka is going to demand a trade. To the Nuggets. No, you no, anywhere. He's going to demand a trade. He's going to want out. Especially now with Mark Cuban gone, they're going to have a new owner in there. I think Luke's going to look still, at it and say... Isn't Cuban still, still got basketball operations or something? Yeah, yeah he's, he's still, still operating, he, but he's not like the main owner anymore. I mean, he still owns a little bit. He still makes the final call, though. But he's going to make the final call on who they get for Luca because Luca would demand a trade. That's my bold prediction. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't I think Lucas the best ball prediction on the planet is a hundred percent when the OKC Thunder sign Boogie Cousins and they make the playoffs and Boogie Cousins gets Finals MVP. Don't ever say that. Right, that's enough for the podcast. Thanks for. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, because Ether decided to go on the worst tangent in history, that is going to be the end of episode <laughs> four, which was the year ahead. What we think is going to happen in twenty twenty four. Everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Dunk Dynasty Podcast. I've been Panash Nishanu, Ethan McDonald, Trey Mitchell. We're signing out. See you next time for another rodeo, as the kids say. Catch us later. See you guys.